NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Currently 10.35 a.m. on the East Coast. It is Wednesday, November 3rd. I believe we have a 9 or 10-game schedule for tonight in the NBA. We're uh, we're, we're a little, uh, I don't know the words, but we'll get into it in a second, coming off of Monday. But uh, joining me this morning to break off. Dry. We're a little dry. That's the word. <laughs> break down all of the action for Wednesday's games is my esteemed co-host, Terrell Furman. Terrell, we took it on the chin a little bit on Monday, man. How are you feeling coming into today's games? A little bit. Try 0 for 9. <laughs> I missed every single pick I gave out. Every single on the spread pick I gave out I missed on Monday. It was a historically, historically bad day. But uh, you know what? It's always it's always room for a bounce back. I came back the next night four and one. So yeah. uh, you know, that was an anomaly. We'll leave that at an anomaly for right now. And yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling decent today. I'm feeling decent today. There's gonna be days where you have those type of days, right? Especially in the NBA when it's such a long season and um so many games. Yeah, and again, like we said, we're still learning about like a lot of these teams and and you know, as much as we can talk about it in the in beginning of the season until we don't see it on the court we're not going to know but again we're not here to make excuses we had a absolutely abysmal monday um we're going to bounce back today uh we bounced back a little bit yesterday so like terrell said make sure you're checking out our picks on tally site uh, over on our that are embedded on our website uh go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com just hit that nba tab you'll see nba picks there's about four to five guys including myself and Terrell, who are picking NBA games every single day. So, like I said, yesterday, most of us had a pretty great day as far as picking games. So definitely check out our picks on the days that we are not, um, we're not, you know, doing the podcast. And again, there's things like injury news that come down. And I think Monday is a prime example, Terrell, is where uh, we were talking about the Philly game, but Joel Embiid was out, Tobias Harris was out, and, you know, even though I did pick Philly to win that game, those are the type of injuries or guys that are going to be in and out of the lineup that we really need to keep track of. And they still won. Yeah, they, they still, still won, won, right? It, Portland Portland is bad, man. Portland is just not good right now. Yeah. So, again, plan for today's show. Uh, today's show is, guys, that we will go through the games. Uh, as usual, side total, if we have player props, uh, um, we'll definitely give those out as well. So, uh, get your pen and paper ready because I feel like we're going to have a great bounce back day today. So, Terrell... 
Um, let's dive right into it, buddy. Our first game for tonight is those Portland Trailblazers going to Cleveland to take on our seven-foot lineup. They are favored, are the Blazers, by four points uh, in Cleveland tonight. Total of 217. I already feel like I know which way you're going, uh, but let's just confirm it to the listeners. What, what you got for this game? Dog, how do we go? How do we pick Portland again? How do we trust Portland again in this road spot? A uh, very long road trip though on right now. Cleveland is playing better, but we just not seeing it from Dame and we're not seeing it from the rest of this team. Uh, Norman Powell's back. So that is a, that is a, um, good for them, but I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how you can possibly get behind this Blazers team right now. Yeah, I agree with you here. Again, they're also 0-3 on the road here. I mean, we saw that going into Philly where they didn't have Tobias Harris. They didn't have Joel Embiid, and they got beat by their role players and the B team of the Philadelphia 76ers. And again, they're they're losing these games on the road by double digits. I mean, they lost to uh, the Clippers a couple weeks ago, or yeah, last week by 30. They lost to the Hornets by 12, and then they lost to a Philly team, again, that didn't have Embiid and Harris in the lineup, and they still lost by 10 points. And now they're going into Cleveland, who Cleveland, we've talked about, Terrell, has been sneaky good. I mean, they're 4-4 four and four mm-hmm. for a, a team that we had, or I had expectations at least, that they were going to be bad this season, but they have they have some quality wins. They're all at home. I think they're going to be able to take advantage of the inside and the paint where it's, again, non-existent for the Portland Trailblazers. I'm, again, going with the Cavs here as a home underdog plus the four, and I also kind of like this over for tonight also. Yeah, um, I can't I can't get behind the Blazers right now, and maybe that means that they do come out and win this game. Um so for the for the sake of the website and for the sake of, you know, we pick every single game against the spread. You know how many people are doing that, picking every single NBA game against spread. Uh, I'm going Cleveland plus the four, but okay. I think my money is more on this first half line. Cleveland could very well be the New York Knicks of last season. They're 7-1 uh, ATS in the first half right now, mm-hmm. and they're getting points. And when we think about a Blazers team that starts slow, they not only do they start the season slow, but they yeah. start games slow. Mm-hmm. They're uh, one of the bottom teams in first quarter and first half uh, ATS marks. So I'm I'm looking at Cleveland to get get started off right, get it going early, uh, really put some pressure on this Blazers team. And I'm just not gonna you know waste any time with the last. Uh, 24 minutes of the game. I'm going to just take the first 24, see how they do, and hopefully Cleveland comes out with a win there. So that's where I'm going money-wise, but for the sake of uh, picking every game, I'm going to stick with Cleveland plus four. I just can't get behind this Blazers team right now. Yeah. Uh, any player props you have for this game? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go with uh, – I think Lori Markinen has a good game today. Okay. I, I just – when you, when you start to look at this Blazers lineup, I mean, Norman Powell maybe is one of his top defenders unless they move Powell over to Colin Sexton to kind of hold him down. Then it's mm-hmm. like, who is he getting? He's getting CJ? like, Or is he getting one of them big? I just feel like this is a matchup for him. I think this is something he can exploit with his height and, uh, you know, really take advantage of. And the 
Portland Trailblazers are giving up some of the giving up the most points and three pointers to that uh, the small forward position. That's kind of where Laurie is slotted in right now, even yeah. though he's uh, seven feet. So I'm, I think Laurie has a good game today. I, I like a move on his points, and I like his over two and a half threes today. Yeah, I think the length of here, the Cleveland Cavaliers should probably get some fits to uh, the Portland Trailblazers defense here. When we talk about Jared Allen, we talk about Evan Mobley, we talk about Lauren Markin, and um, I think that's where they can really take advantage. And we kind of take a look at what Portland has done uh, in this first part of the season here. They're, again, struggling against that small forward position, and also uh, they're allowing the power forward and the center positions to shoot 50-plus percent from the field um and again they're also you know getting crushed by that center position as far as rebounding so maybe some jared allen rebounding props or even taking a look at maybe some evan mobley props too but um yeah i I agree with you on that marketing play he's kind of been that he's kind of getting buried because in that lineup because we talk about evan mobley and we talk about colin sexton Mm -hmm. he's kind of the head Mm -hmm. in the gym there Uh, any other player props for this game uh troy you want to move on no we keep moving all right, let's go over to America's favorite team right now, the Boston Celtics, <laughs> headed into Orlando. And I'm being sarcastic. They're going into Orlando as a six and a half point road favorite. Total sitting at 213 and a half. Boston, oh boy, they are in all sorts of trouble here. Let's go back and recap their last game against Chicago, where they were up, I believe, I want to say at least by 20. And they absolutely collapsed in that fourth quarter, getting outscored 39 to 11 by the Chicago Bulls. Marcus Smart, after the game, calls out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, saying that they need to pass the ball more. Oh, what's going on in Boston here, Terrell? I mean, are we are we have to stay away from this team right now? And I'm really high on this uh magic team, at least covering the spread. I mean. Orlando on Monday went into Minnesota. Not only did they cover the game, they won that game outright by 18 points, man. Where are we at with this game? I don't know. So if you roll back the tapes, and I mean roll the tapes all the way back to, you know, when we were uh, doing the pod last season with Ryan and all those guys, and I completely faded this Boston Celtics team. I said, I'm not putting any more money on them. I'm not touching this team again. I don't know why I got away with that. I don't know what made me think that it's a new season, new coach, you know. Uh, duh, duh, duh. I'm going to get away from No, no. I'm never. I'm not putting money on this team anymore for the rest of the season. If you see me give them out as a bet, please shoot me because I am in trouble. I need help. There is no way I'm not getting behind this team at all. Uh, with that said, Magic plus six, like Magic plus six. You can't lay six points with this Boston Celtics team right now. If they win this game, it's going to be close. Like, they're, it's going to be close in the end. This Magic team is scrappy. I've been talking about this. I said that there is going to come a point in the season where they're going and they're contesting everybody for wins. And so, no, I'm not laying six points with Boston. Yeah, I mean, despite the Magic only having a two and six record, at least ATS wise, I mean they're three and five, but again, I think they're starting to turn the corner here a little bit at home against the spread. I believe they are two and zero, oh, and as a home underdog, they are also two and zero oh here. Um, and again, I think in this game, this is another game just like that Portland and Cleveland game where I think that front court of the um, of the Magic with Wendell Carter Jr. with Mo Bamba, uh, Franz Wagner, I think they should be able to give fits again. 
to this Boston team like they did in the Minnesota game. And again, Cole Anthony is playing really, really well for this uh, Magic team here early on in the season. So I've been a darling of the Orlando Magic early on in the season. I am uh, going to stick with them as a home underdog here at plus six and a half. Uh, any thoughts on this total here, Terrell? Uh, not really, not really. Only other play I'm kind of really on on it in this game is Cole Anthony over one and a half threes. Okay. Uh, Boston giving up uh, one of the uh, most uh, – is it the most? No, so he, they are 28th to opposing point guards and three-pointers made. They're giving up four per game to okay. opposing point guards. And you think about how Cole Anthony plays and the scorer he is. I think mm-hmm. that he can exploit this uh, Boston defense and get two threes. So I like his over one and a half threes. Yeah, currently uh, Cole Anthony leads the Orlando Magic in scoring at 19.4 points per game. But Terrell, I think you're onto something here that over the last uh, four straight games here, he's hit at least two or more Every single one of those games prior to that, it was only one, but then previous to that, he hit five and then two. Um, so I believe he, he's doing real well shooting the basketball from three point land. I, I'm kind of leaning towards the over here in this game, Terrell. And again, Boston cannot, they're defensively, I just feel like they're not there. And I think this is a prime example of last game where they just, I mean, the, I know Chicago Bulls are one of the surprising or more exciting teams this year, but. They're not playing defense, are the Boston uh, Celtics. And I think that Orlando, um, you know, they can be prone to give up some points here. I have to feel like 212 is a little low here for this total. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean with the over in this game. Uh, any, mm. th- any other thoughts for this game, Terrell? Uh, no, not really. I'm staying far away from anything Boston Celtics right now. Yeah, but 100%. I would consider uh, a Jason Tatum triple-double after getting called out by Marcus Smart. That is very much in, in the cards. Okay, do you see a number on that uh, or odds on that yet? No, I no, I don't see one right now. Okay. Um, I think I got him the other day mm-hmm. when uh they had a bunch of people out. And okay. I got him the other day at plus uh ninety to one. So okay. maybe somewhere around there when it comes out, but I think it's too early. I don't see a line on him now. I just see Cole Anthony uh at sixty five to one, which isn't bad. I'm yeah, sprinkle on that a little bit too. Yeah, Cole Anthony, he's uh he's averaging the rebounds, he's getting the assists. So I think one of these nights he's gonna get a triple double for uh for the Orlando Magic. Um, let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. We got the New York Knicks uh headed into Indiana as a short underdog here. They are plus one. Uh I think it's heading towards the Knicks gonna be favored here soon, but total of two seventeen with juice on the over. Um, I'll let you kick this off, Terrell. Who do you like in this game? Come on now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the Knicks, man. I'm all over the Knicks in this game. Uh, we've talked about the, the deficiency in the defense for um, Indiana. So yeah. It's not like this is the Knicks team of last season where they struggled to score the basketball. They have uh, one of the best offenses in the league right now, um, averaging second most points in the league. So. Mm-hmm. I'm all over it. I'm all over this Knicks team. I think that they are going to score the basketball. I think that they are going to play them tough defensively. They are not exactly where it was last season, where it was like a top five defense at any given night. Uh, they're more around, you know, kind of a little bit middle of the pack. They're giving up threes, so that's not really a good thing. But yeah. um, no, I still, I still think this Knicks team is, you know, better than 
the Pacers. The Pacers do not look good right now. They just got a, a really good win over the Spurs, mm. uh, which helped their momentum. But I think that it's going to be different when, you know, Eastern Conference uh, rival comes into town, the Knicks come into town. It's always a big thing to Knicks and Pacers. So I think this is going to be a good one. I think we're going to be in for a goodie. Uh, I think the line is actually pretty accurate at about mm-hmm. a point. Um, I think this is a close game. It probably goes down to the wire. That's just how this rivalry can kind of go sometimes. So I'm I'm on the Knicks here. I think the Knicks have the better team. I'm going with the uh, the better offensive team, the better defensive team, and we'll just you know ride it out like that. I, I just can't get yeah. behind this Pacers team right now, especially not knowing you know is Karis Levert really back? He's playing, but is he really back yet? He does. He looks like he's still getting his legs under him. Yeah, I agree, and I think that you know we take a look at the Knicks. They are three and zero on the home or on the road this season so far, and you know one of the best, if not they are the best three point shooting team in this league. And I think uh, defensively, like you mentioned, the Indiana Pacers cannot defend the three point line very well right now. Again, they're number twenty seven, I believe, in three point percentage allowed to opponents. Um, in Indiana, uh, sorry, New York comes in as a number one team or number one three-point shooting team. I think they're averaging about close to 16 to 17 makes per game here. So I think that's one area that they can take advantage of. And I think, again, on the inside, Sabonis is not a great defender, right? So I think Julius Randle should have his way here tonight. Mitchell Robinson mm-hmm. should be Mitchell Robinson tonight. And I think that they can both exploit uh, both the three-point line and also the um, the interior of the paint here for the uh, against the Indiana Pacers. So I'm also leaning with the uh, under, sorry, the over here. I, I kind of want to take a look at what the team total is for the uh, New York Knicks here. I kind of like that better than taking the over in this game because, again, this uh, team for the um, for the uh, for the Knicks can't score the basketball. Yes, I see a number of one hundred eight and a half for the Knicks team total here, so I might be uh, make that a, a play that I really do like for tonight. Go up against this Indiana Pacers defense. Uh, any player props you got for this uh, game, Terrell, or any thoughts on this total? Yeah, um, so the Pacers are giving up the fourth most three pointers per game to the point guard position. So mm-hmm. to just go on with that, I think this is a Kimball Walker game. Okay. I think Kim Walker can hit a lot of threes. He's um, averaging about three or four his past few games. Uh, he's hit that mark. He's hit that mark about three or f- three of the past four games recently. So, I think this is a Kimball Walker game. I think that he uh, has the opportunity to you know hit five. Like you know mm-hmm. we talk about props and you know uh, those five plus threes uh, on your book or wherever you get them at. I think Kim Walker has a really good possibility of hitting that mark tonight. So. Uh, I'm all over Kimba tonight. I think that this is one of his games. I think this is a chance that he shines and just a plus matchup that he gets. Yeah, Kimba Walker, if you kind of take a look at his game log here, three against the Raptors last game, four against the Pelicans on Saturday, yep. five, five, two, three, three. So he's hit at least three in every single game this season. It was like for one, which was against Orlando. And what did you say the number one was for Kemba's threes? Uh, Kemba is sitting at two and a half. Okay. So we had two and a half. That's it. I got I got that at minus 115. But okay. I'm seeing four, four made threes at plus 225, and I'm seeing five at plus 590. So mm. uh, hopefully Kemba, 
I, I think it's between Kevin at Kimba and Evan Fournier. I think okay. one of them lets it rain all over the Pacers tonight. Uh, Evan Fournier is a little bit uh, more, um, more juice. So mm-hmm. you're getting a little bit more juice with Evan Fournier. His two and a half is at plus 104. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's one one of those two in that backcourt is just going to go off for a whole bunch of threes tonight. I think yeah. it's Kimba. It feels like a it feels like a Kimba game, but don't be surprised if Evan Fournier goes off either. I think with yeah, and if you again, Terrell does a great job of finding these plus odds, um, plus odds bets, uh, whether it's three point shots or, or guys with uh, points. But um, I think that maybe if your book offers New York Knicks made three point shots, maybe if they if you see a fifteen and a half mm-hmm. or sixteen, I think that's a one way to also look at um, some game props or, or team props here. Let me see if I can find it here. I doubt I do this early, but if I do, I'll tweet it out. Uh, cause I think as we're talking through it here too, I really like it. Uh, any other thoughts for this game or any other player props you have for this game? Or do you uh, want to move on? No, no, we can move on. Yeah. Let's go over to the Toronto Raptors visiting the Washington wizards where the wizards are a three and a half point favorite. And the total currently sits at two thirteen and a half. Uh, both of these teams have really quietly turned it around here, especially the Toronto Raptors. I believe they've now won four or five games in a row here, have the Raptors. Um, they, like I said, both of these teams are, are 3-0, and meaning 3-0 and at home for the Wizards and 3-0 and for the Raptors on the road. So something's got to give here, Terrell. Where are you going with this game? Uh, um... I can't get the Wizards right, man. I can't. I can't fade them right. I can't bet them right. Uh, they didn't cover that last game for me against the the Hawks. Um, is Scotty Barnes active for this game? He, Let me take a look at the injury report here. I know uh, last game he was out with a thumb injury. Yeah, Scotty Barnes is listed out for this game uh, with that right thumb sprain we had discussed on Monday, so he is out. But they, I mean. Raptors still got the victory without him against the Knicks the other night. I mean, and convincingly, I think Fred Van Vliet had an absolutely great game for them. Um, but yeah, obviously, you would want Scotty Barnes playing this game. Uh, and again, the Raptors, like I said, have, have won four in a row. OG Ananobi dropped 36 in that game. Yeah, but the Wizards are defending right now, and they're one of the top teams in the league defending the three. And I feel like that's where Fred Van Fleet, a lot of these guys like Fred Van Fleet, Gary Trent Jr., OJM Nobly, like they make their they make their money off of the three. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that if if they if they stay on it on the perimeter, that's mm-hmm. really going to take a whole aspect out of Toronto's game. And in Toronto, where it's already hard to find offense, if you take an aspect out of their offense, then I just don't know uh, what they're going to do. So I'm, I'm reluctantly, I'm going to go with the Wizards here. Okay. And I'll lay, the, I'll lay the points with Washington very, very reluctantly. Uh, I really don't think I should be laying at, ever at all, ever be laying points with Washington. But I'm going to lay the points here at Washington and – See how it goes, but I think that a first half bet would probably be a little bit more for me in this game. I think this number is spot on. And if we kind of take a look at the stats here, uh, Toronto, sorry, the Washington Wizards are ranked number three in points inside the paint at right around about 51 per game. And the best defensive team inside the paint is the Toronto Raptors, where they're only allowing 39 points, which is really surprising to me. But, um, yeah, man. God, this is tough. I'm going to go with the Raptors here. 
plus the three and a half. I think that they're, you know, they, they figured some things out. I know I would love Scotty Barnes to be out there, but, um, you know, with, with Van Vliet and, and OG Ananobi and Gary Trent Jr., he had a great game last uh, um last Monday against the against the Knicks where he dropped 26. Um, Yeah. And I think that four other five starters were in double figures. So I think it's going to take that type of effort against this Washington Wizards team. So I'll go with the Raptors here at plus three and a half. Any thoughts on this total at uh, two thirteen and a half here, Terrell? Uh, I think under, I think under these uh, Wizards are playing lights out, not lights out defense, but they're playing really, really good defensively. Like they're getting after it defensively right now. Mm -hmm. And we already know Toronto to be a heavy defensive team. Uh, When we look at terms of pace, uh, Washington ranks, where are they? So they're 10th in pace, Toronto is 17th in pace. So they're uh, pretty all right. Washington top 10, Toronto's more middle of the league. So if Toronto could kind of keep the pace a little bit on the road and just don't let Washington run up and down the floor on them, then I think that this definitely could have the chance to go uh, to, you know, be a low total kind of somewhere in that somewhere in that uh 200 range yeah definitely i agree with you especially with you know both of these teams i believe they're well above average close to being two to or one team in the uh i believe the toronto raptors yeah are a top 10 defensive efficiency team and then uh washington's hovering around that top 10 mark so um again if these teams come out and play defense i think we'll probably see a low scoring game here despite washington um Scoring a lot of points in their past couple games here. Uh, any player props here for this game, Terrell? Um, no, not really targeting too much in this game. Kyle Kuzma rebounds. I mean, we. I mean, let's just keep pounding that until yeah. either the books adjust or he starts folding. I mean, that's that's been an automatic cash cow so far. Yeah, I've been looking for some mantras Harold props, but it just depends on if he's starting that night or not. I know one the other night they had it. Props listed the other night he didn't, and I don't see anything listed for him tonight either. So, but he's been really good for the Washington Wizards, whether it's been off the bench or he's been starting. I mean, he's been getting double doubles. He's been racking up those rebounds. So, if your book does offer it, Montrez Harold props, I think that's something that you might want to take a look at um, for for the Washington Wizards as player props. Uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll hear from our sponsors, and then we'll get to the rest of the games here for tonight. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever you wager first is WinBet will match it up to $200. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a free $200 bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. 
We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, PropSwappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So improve, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break here, Terrell, let's get to the Chicago Bulls visiting the Philadelphia 76ers. Where the Sixers are a two-point favorite with a total of 214 and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Terrell? Uh, the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls. This got to be this, this got to be the Tobias Harris is still going to be out in this one. Mm-hmm. Still in the COVID protocol. Yep. Danny Green is out. I think he uh, hurt his hamstring or something like that. So he's going to be out. So it feels like even though. I mean, even though this Wizards team was short-staffed against the Trailblazers, they still won that game. And convincingly, Seth Curry had an amazing game. They have guys that step up when needed. Yeah. I I don't think that they have an answer for Embiid. I don't think that uh, Vucevic is going to be able to contain him on the inside and he can get whatever he wants down there. Um, it's going to be how does the Bulls defend everybody else? So, Joe MB, we're going to let you get yours. You're going to get yours. You're an all-world player. You are an MVP candidate every single year, top five player in the league. You're going to get yours, but we're not going to let anybody else get theirs. All your role players that are around you, because that's all that there is right now. Everybody is a role player. All your role players around you aren't going to, aren't going to get much. Um, that's got to be the mindset. I don't know if they execute it all the way. I'm going to ride with the 76ers here at home. Okay. Later, too. Latest short number. I'm going to ride with the 76ers at home. I think that this Chicago team is due for a letdown. Due for a letdown on the road. I think they're undefeated on the road right now. Yep. Uh, Philly's a tough place to play. Um, Joel B and all those guys play up at home. I think this is a spot they get up for playing, you know, one of the best teams in the league right now. I think this is definitely a spot that they get up for, and and everybody else plays the role. You see a lot of Tyrese Maxey in this game, see some Seth Curry in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm 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 looking for the 76ers here. I think they get it done. Yeah, I, if this game was in Chicago, definitely I would be all over Chicago here. But I think Philly is just a different animal at home, and and that's, we've talked about that at volumes last season too, where Philly was one of the best home teams in, in the entire league last year. This year, I think it's trending towards that direction again. Um, you know, I was I, I faded Philly last game. Um, I'm sorry, I picked on Philly at home last game against the Portland Trailblazers, despite their guys being out. And I think you're right. There's there's something about the the others on this Philadelphia 76ers team that kind of just step up to the moment when like a guy like Tobias Harris or Joel Embiid is out. Embiid, like you said, is playing tonight. But again, I think a game where Seth Curry can have a great shooting night. Um, 
Forcon Korkmaz. I think another guy that we really don't talk about on this podcast is a, is a great filler player. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, as much as I love the Chicago team, I mean, they're playing great. Going into Philly, I think, yeah, I'm going to go with Philly minus the two here with you. I think Embiid should have a great game here tonight. And I think, again, this Philly team is just different at home, and that's just the bottom line about it. Uh, any player props or thoughts on the total here for tonight, Terrell? Yeah, um, I'm all over Embiid. I think this is a heavy Embiid game. Okay. I think uh, Embiid performance doubles where you take, you know, 25, 30 points. I think this is a heavy Embiid game. I think he, he you know, puts the bulls on notice like, hey, guys, you know, you're not just coming in here to get a win. And uh, kind of looking ahead a little bit, uh, the bulls have a back-to-back spot with this team where they're playing them again. Mm-hmm on Saturday in Chicago, whereas the 76ers have a back-to-back after this, and then they have a short rest before they got to go to Chicago and play the Bulls again. So okay. I think they get up for this game, uh, especially knowing that they have a whole bunch of games in a close stretch. I think they get up for this one and leave it all out on the line, try to get a win here. That's going to be a spot I think you're right, especially with the scheduling thing that you just hit the nail. You hit the nail on the head is that, I think this is a spot to back Philly, and then again, it might be a, a a spot to fade Philly on Saturday, like you said, going into Chicago, um, mm-hmm. because they have, like you said, <clears throat> sorry, a game against Detroit on Thursday, back to back situation, and then uh, Chicago plays tonight, obviously against Philly, and then their schedule is um, man, here, give me one second, it's loading up here. Um, they have obviously Philly tonight, and then they have two days off before they face Philly again, like you just said, on Saturday. So um, so definitely keep that in mind if you're going to bet this game on Saturday also. It's probably you want to take a look at, like we've mentioned, that these teams kind of have those back-to-back games against their, you know, a team in this kind of mini-series that we kind of talked about last season also. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe take Chicago on Saturday. Uh, any other thoughts for this game, Terrell? Uh, no, nothing really much for this one. Let's keep All right. moving. All right. Let's move on to maybe the game of the night here. We have the Atlanta Hawks traveling to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, where the Brooklyn Nets are currently a five-point favorite, total sitting at 220. Terrell, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, Gosh, the Hawks got to get up for this one, don't they? Like, this is a chance to go into Brooklyn and set the tone. Like, hey, you know, we weren't just a – you know, we would have beat anybody. Like, we would have took anybody um, to the wire in that uh, Eastern Conference. Like, we could have – if whether, you know, the Bucks, you, like, mm-hmm. we would have took anybody to the wire in that Eastern Conference. Um, this Hawks team got to be hungry. And they, they've gotten a, they've gotten a, the better hand of this Brooklyn team a couple of times last year. So, yeah. uh, I, I think I like the Hawks in the five – the Hawks in the five points. It's, it seems like a – a little bit larger a number for this Hawks team and pretty, pretty good. But mm-hmm. then you got the Hawks on the road again. And that kind of scares me because I'm, I just not for certain if this Hawks team is a road team right now. Yeah. And I think that you're absolutely correct. Is that um, the, uh, the Hawks, I think like the Sixers, the Hawks are that team that, um, Yeah, I think like the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, Terrell, that the Hawks are that team that are absolutely great at home. And I think you talked mm-hmm. about this early on in the season is that Hawks are a great home team, but on the road it's a little different. But 
this Brooklyn team, and it's crazy to say that offensively, they have a ceiling. It's because without Kyrie Irving, and you don't mm-hmm. know what you're going to get from James Harden on every single night because of the rule changes on you know not getting those foul calls. It, it, it's it's crazy to say that they have this ceiling, and I think that oh, man, I, I I'm leaning with the under in this game for sure. I'm kind of torn on the side here, oh, man. I probably will. Yeah, I probably will go with Atlanta and take the points here. Uh, give me the f- plus five. But again, the Brooklyn Nets are seven and zero to the under to start the season here to that's crazy to me so uh-huh. um the most points they did score was last week or their last game uh was 117 against the pistons uh, but other than that it's been 105 93 104 95 114 104 so they've only eclipsed 110 one time this season so uh, i'm gonna stick with the under here under 220 uh any player props or thoughts on this total here terrell um Let's see, let's see, let's see. I am interested. Let me see what the number's at. I'm trying to pull up what Trey Young's threes is at. Trey Young's three-point shots. Let me see if I can find that for you here. Player let's props. See. I want to see a two and yep, so it's still sitting at two and a half, but it's so juiced at uh, I see so a one and a half on DraftKings right now. Three point shots. Well, I'm paid. looking. I see, at two, I see it. Yeah, I see a two and a half and it's minus 205 like this heavily juiced. And I think for good reason, this uh, this Brooklyn's next team is what are they third, third to last in the league, third best. Yeah, third best in the league and guarding the three point shot against opposing point guards. Mm. And Trey Young has just been abysmal from three recently, like abysmally bad from three recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily like to lay all of that in one prop. So maybe parlay it or a same game parlay. Don't be afraid to throw Trey under two and a half threes in there. But I, I, I just can't get behind Trey Young from behind the arc right now. He's just he's just not shooting it well on the outside. I think, yeah, he's in that Damian Lillard camp right now where these both of those guys are, <clears throat> sorry, struggling from three-point land right now. And I think that is where we're getting a huge discounted price on some of these books. And, you know, maybe the public are looking at this, oh, wow, we're only getting one-and-a-half or two-and-a-half three-point shots made for um, Trey Young here. Let's take the over. But, again, they're not digging into the numbers, so I'm glad we're pointing that out here to the listeners that he's been struggling. Um, thoughts on this total or any other player props for this game, Terrell? No, no, not really. Not too much on this one. It should be a good one. I might yeah. have a same game parlay later in the day for this one. This should be a real good one. Yeah, definitely uh, check into the Slack channel for Terrell's same game parlay, or I'm sure he'll be tweeting that out as well. Let's go to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Denver Nuggets taking on the Memphis Grizzlies again. I believe these two teams got together on Monday. Grizzlies, a one-point favorite with a total of 215 for this game. Um, I believe the Grizzlies won that game on Monday against yep. the uh, Denver I was Nuggets. On the Nuggets. Yeah. I was and... on the Nuggets. You know, part of that 0 for 9 special I gave you. <laughs> uh, what are you feeling about this game, Terrell? I'm back on the Nuggets again. I'm, I am. Like, this is one of those games where, you know, last time these two teams played was when they played each other. So now they're playing each other again. Mm-hmm. I like them to split that meeting. I think that, you know, the Nuggets learned a lot more about this Grizzlies team, maybe underestimate them just a tad bit. Uh, still not getting good um, shooting from the other guys outside of Jokic. 
Jokic really didn't didn't even hit his player prop. That's the he didn't even yeah. hit his points prop in that game. He was short a couple points in that. So I think that this is a bigger game for the nut for the Nuggets all over all around offensively. They just didn't have a good offensive day. I'm looking at Monty Morris here in this spot to have a really good day here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies are just abys- abysmally bad against the three, uh, one last place teams in the whole league, but they are last in, against the three to the point guard position. So I like Monty Morris as a guy who can get hot and a guy who gets the looks from three and gets the opportunity to just go ahead and let them fly, especially with the absence of Jamal Murray. And I think he takes that opportunity, and uh, I'll have more from Monte Morris later on today, but he, he I think that – uh, his threes prop is vastly undervalued right now for this matchup, and I think that he can put on a show tonight. Yeah, like you mentioned, um, the Memphis Grizzlies are allowing close to 40% uh, three-point percentage allowed to opponents, which ranks around the bottoms in the league, and they're also giving up uh, 14.6 makes per game, which is ranked around 27th uh, in the league. So. Take a look at definitely some three-point shooting props here for uh, the Denver Nuggets here tonight. Um, and you say you're leading with Denver here because it's uh, the two-game set here, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The back-to-back set, yeah. I think they split, go one-and-one one in in this stretch. Um, so I'm going with Denver. All right. And Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, not really. All right. Let's move on to the Los Angeles Clippers, who are a – one and a half point favorite traveling uh, up to Minnesota to take on Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and D'Lo. Currently seeing a total of 213. Um, where are you going with this game here, Terrell? The Clippers are so bad. The Clippers are bad. <laughs> they really are. Clippers do not. The Clippers do not look good. They are not getting. Uh, they are not getting that production from the rest of their team outside of Paul George. They're really not. Yeah. And when I look at this uh, Minnesota Timberwolves team, and I'm just looking, I'm like, they're getting production from everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. is is at and into why this team looks so good. And they're playing really good defensively, which is just uncharacteristic for them. They're like top five defensively right now. Mm-hmm. They're forcing a lot of turnovers. They're getting after it. They're holding teams to uh, low points totals. And yeah. then look at, look at this. Um, the, if you bet the – team total under for the Clippers the entire season, you would not have lost a bet. The Clippers have not amassed over their team total yet. And I don't think that this is a matchup that they will. This is a very, a very good defensive Timberwolves team right now. Mm-hmm. I think, that, <clears throat> I think that, uh, you know, they're just not with, you know, Marcus Morris out, Kawhi still not there. Like they're just not. They don't have all the pieces offensively to keep it going, keep the yeah. lights on. So I'm on. I'm on Minnesota as a short home dog here. I okay. think that uh, they get up for this game. I think Anthony Edwards has a pretty solid game. Uh, I don't know who is going to slow down Carl Anthony Towns on the inside, and you know the, he's a dark horse. Very, very dark horse, but he's a dark horse for as an MVP candidate just because he's go he's getting after it on the offensive side of the ball this year. So yeah, I'm on I'm on the Minnesota Timberwolves here. Yeah, I can't I can't get behind this Clippers team right now either. And again, offensively, it's Paul George and nobody else. Like somebody needs to step up. I think we said this last game or last pod also is that somebody else needs to step up for this Clippers team. Until I see it. 
I don't think it, uh, I can get behind this Clippers team. And like you talked about, Minnesota Timberwolves have a plenty of offensive options between Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, uh, and uh, D'Angelo Russell, and even guys off the bench for the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? They still have guys like Jaden McDaniels. They have Malik Beasley on this team where um, they have those options. And then you kind of look at the Clippers like we've talked about. Again, Paul George show um, – and that's it for the Clippers. Also, take a look at some of the trends here for as far as the total, like you talked about with the team total going under for the Clippers in every single game. Uh, both of these teams uh, are a very, very profitable team to the under. Uh, I see that the Minnesota Timberwolves are a perfect 6-0 and to the under, and the, sorry, the uh, Los Angeles Clippers 5-1 and to the under, Terrell. So I think we kind of got to stay with that trend here. If you're feeling more frisky, like Terrell said, Yep. Take the under in the Clippers team total here. Uh, currently seeing it at, um, let me see here. Should be around 107 for this game because it's a it's a very short line here. Um, let's see, 10, yeah, 107. So, um, yeah, I'll be probably playing that under this game as well. Any other thoughts for this game, Terrell? Any player props? Uh, yeah, Anthony Edwards rebounds has been cashing a lot recently. Yeah, I take a look at that. Um, uh, I don't see D'Angelo Russell here in the props. I don't know if he's listed active for this game or not, or if they just don't have his prop up. But I like D'Angelo Russell props today. Um, just D'Lo, sorry, probably- uh, we sure I've mentioned this. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is out for this game with the uh, ankle sprain. Yeah, so, um I don't know who really steps up into that role. I would have really liked D'Lo. Maybe uh, Anthony Edwards can kind of shoulder some more of that scoring load. Mm-hmm. Uh, he may get the Paul George matchup tonight, but I'm, it's really all about Cat. Like, there's just not, no answer for them and who's going to guard Cat today. Yeah, and I currently uh, – let me see if I see that uh, line for Anthony Edwards. Yeah, five and a half. And I think that's been at that number every single uh, – Every single day for Anthony Edwards, and he, like you said, he's been doing well, really rebounding. Um, kind of probably do like points, rebounds, and assists here for Anthony Edwards at thirty-four and a half. I mean, it seems a little inflated, but again, without D. Low, Anthony Edwards yeah. should have the ball in his hands a little more than he usually does. And Carl Anthony Towns right now forty-one and a half for points, rebounds, and assists. So uh, definitely dig into your numbers and, and check there if you like those two guys. But those again for the Wolves. Those two guys obviously are the focal point of that offense. Let's move on to the next game here, Terrell. Uh, we've got the <clears throat> the Dallas Mavericks who played last night uh, going t- to San Antonio, where San Antonio is a short one-point favorite, total of 216. Uh, like I said, Dallas played last night against the Miami uh, Heat who I did not for the life of me understand why they were only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. But they definitely got the job done there. I took the uh, spread there as my lock and then also the money line. Um, but now they're going to the San Antonio Spurs. I believe these two teams played earlier this week or last week where Mavericks won that game by five points. But for tonight, Spurs, one-point favorite, total of 216. Terrell, where are you going with this game? Spurs, easy for me. Spurs, the teams just played. I expect them to split this first meeting. Uh, I think the Mavericks are getting inflated because of the Luka effect. Mm-hmm. I think they're. I th- this game should probably be 
probably in two two possession territory for the Spurs with the Mavericks coming off of back to back or so early in the season. Yeah. Um, and they 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 played pretty hard. Like they played pretty hard into that fourth quarter. That that was still a game into that fourth quarter last night. So um they, to get you know, get right up and then go over to San Antonio and get ready for this game on a back-to-back against San Antonio's first team that isn't bad, that can get after defensively. Mm-hmm. And they're a melatonin basketball team for sure, but I think they have enough to get it done against this Mavericks team where you just don't know – you don't know where your your next option is coming from. Right. Yeah, and again, outside of Luka, I mean, it's supposed to be Tim Hardaway Jr., but then again, Porzingis is back on that – back on that bullshit again where he's – on the injury report and not playing games for the uh, for the Dallas Mavericks there. And again, like you talked about, I really like the young core of this San Antonio Spurs team. And then being, a, I'm sorry, on a back-to-back here, uh, yeah, I'd probably uh, agree with you on taking the Spurs here. Any player props or thoughts on this total for uh, this game, Terrell? Um, no, not really. Nothing for this, this game. I think uh, everybody's looking at, uh, Luca triple double possibly, mm-hmm. but I think Dejounte Murray triple double might be the better way to go. I think that's some, if I had to sprinkle on one triple double, I'd probably sprinkle on uh, Dejounte Murray's. Yeah, Murray's been really good, man. I mean, if you go, kind of go back and look at what he did the last game against the Mavericks, where it was a couple nights ago, uh, he finished up with twenty three points, ten rebounds, and eight assists. And like you said, he's really yeah. close to getting that triple double. So. Maybe he gets it done tonight uh, at home this time in San Antonio. I, lo- I love his points, rebounds, and assist prop. Yeah, I, 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 feel, I would play his points, rebounds. Do you see a number on that? Yeah, uh, it's right here. His, his number's at um, – oh, wait, that was rebounds and assists. Uh, 32 and a half. So, a little inflated, but he just he's so active everywhere. He flies all over the court. I think that this is – 32 and a half is dual for him. It really is, man. I mean, last game he had 23 points, 10 rebounds. He didn't need the assist, but he ended up with eight assists, so that made it 41. I think we even talked about the last game. You were on this right trail, and then we talked about how he's just been hitting this. I mean, on Monday he didn't get it. Uh, He only got up 10 shots in 26 Mm -hmm. minutes, but I think that game turned into a blowout. But, again, the previous game against the Milwaukee Bucks, 23 points, five rebounds, nine assists, got over that. We just mentioned against Dallas, he got over it, and then he dropped a triple-double against the Lakers in overtime of 21, 12, and 15. So I think this is another game where I think the Dallas Mavericks really struggle defending the point guard position, and I think this is a play I I, I will be on for sure. DeJounte Murray uh, props here for points, rebounds, and assists. Definitely shop around for this, guys, because I do see a couple 31 and a half floating out there uh, for DeJounte mm-hmm. Murray, and I think uh, Terrell mentioned that's a third and two and a half. So again, sometimes it, it makes that um, a huge difference getting that extra um, extra one point or one stat to go in your favor. Let's move on to the next game here for tonight, Terrell. We have the uh, Charlotte Hornets. I'm excited for this game. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, Charlotte Hornets going up to California to take on the Golden State Warriors, where the Warriors are a five-and-a-half-point favorite, currently seeing a total of 227. Terrell, where are you at with this game? Why are we disrespecting the Hornets so bad here? You know five what? I'll, and a half? I'll, yeah, let me say five this. Five and a half is. Uh, let, let me say this. I'll, I'll start with this. I, I don't like betting Hornets a uh, full game because I think we talked about this on the last podcast. We said that they're an absolutely excellent, excellent third quarter and second half team. So if they get out, so if the Warriors get off to a hot start, you know the Hornets are going to come back. So you may be able to find a better line 
uh, live for the Hornets. I'll start with that. But again, yeah, I do agree with you that the Hornets sometimes are getting disrespected, but I'm high on this Golden State Warriors team. Yeah, I mean, I like the Warriors too, but we just sit here and the the Hornets are one of the best offensive teams in the league right now. Like, they're putting up a crazy amount of points. And, you know, the Warriors passed on LaMelo Ball to draft James Wiseman. So there's mm-hmm. kind of a revenge factor here there that we're not really thinking about of, hey, all right, I'm about to go in here and, you know, go into Oracle. I'm trying to put some points up on these guys. Like yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to ball out on them. Home state of California, you know, he's used to being out there. Uh, Miles Bridges is playing out, outside of his mind right yep. now. Gordon Hayward is playing really, really good right now. Uh, Mason Plumley was a huge pickup for this Hornets team, and he's rebounding the basketball excellently right now for them, mm-hmm. giving them the, um, those other opportunities at the, at the basketball. So I'm, I'm, and Kelly Oubre, we got the Kelly Oubre revenge game of the basically the Warriors ousting him and saying that uh, yeah. he's not good. He he doesn't fit in this system. He he's not doing anything. Kelly Oubre is going to come off the bench and try to do something. I just think that five and a half is really, really really inflated for this Warriors team at home, getting a very good Charlotte Hornets team that can score the basketball. I'm on the Hornets plus five and a half. Okay. Uh, th- th- I, I, I think this line is too big. I think if, if they lose this game, it's going to come down to the last possession. I think that they're going to be in it, and it's going to be that second half surge. They're going to surge in the second half, and – you know, really give us something for our money. This is going to be a really good game. I think I'm more interested in this game than the Hawks and the Nets game, to be honest. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one for sure, especially with all the the, the talent that the Warren, the Hornets have. Sorry, um, with Lamelo Ball, with like you mentioned, Miles Bridges playing out its mind, Gordon Hayward. Um, I think if you if you find some Kelly Oubre props, maybe some three point shots made for Kelly Oubre. I think that might be worth a look also, but. Um, Thoughts on this total uh, here, Terrell? I'm kind of leading with the over here, but I kind of want to get your thoughts. Yeah, I'm leaning towards over as well. I think that this is going to be a track meet. I think both of these teams are going to run. I think mm-hmm. uh, they're they're going to get out on a fast break, and they're going to get a lot of good, easy looks at the basket. They're going to just keep trying to outpace each other, outpace each other. So I'm I'm rolling I'm rolling with the over here. I think this is. This is going to be a game that everybody's going to want to tune in to watch. Like this is, yeah. uh, like Lane Kiffin said, get your popcorn ready, folks. Uh, <laughs> Golden State, Golden State ranks where at pace in the league. Give me one second. Uh, they are fifth at fifth. They're fifth in pace in the league. Both Golden State and Charlotte both tied for fifth in pace in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden State is uh, third in uh, in defensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. So. Um, take that into account, but I think that this Hornets team is really, really good. I think that they will be able to find ways, different ways to score the basketball. I think LaMelo Ball is going to try to pull on the show. I think Kelly Oubre is going to try to pull on the show, come off the bench, and that's really where it's going to, where that's going to keep them in the game is what can the Hornets get from their bench? What can the bench do for them and keep them in the game when those starters come out, when Steph's taking his break, when Draymond's taking a break, mm-hmm. and you're getting into that deeper that deeper bench of the Golden State Warriors that we still have questions about. Can you take can you take the game over at that point? Yeah, I agree with everything that you just said right there. And again, you know, this is gonna be can the Hornets stay competitive in that first half because they're a great second half team. We've talked about that. 
Um, but if they're able to keep this game close in the first half and do what they do in the second half, I think this game is really going to come down to the wire. So five and a half seems a little um, inflated, like you said, with the Warriors. Um, uh, I don't know. I like both of these teams, but I do love this over uh, 227 tonight for this game. Uh, player props for this game, Terrell? Um. Wow, it's really <laughs> what's pick your poison. Like, you know, when you got a game where you think that uh, it's going to be a track meet and you think people are going to score, it's like who's – Who's going to be the beneficiary? Who's going to be the person scoring those points? I think that uh, Gordon Hayward, is, Gordon Hayward and Miles Bridges have a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the let me see right here. The Warriors struggle. They are 25th in the league, giving up points to the small forward position, and they're giving up the uh, fourth most threes to the small forward position. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Gordon Hayward lives at that three-point line right now in this point in his career, and he's he's gotten a lot of good open looks recently. Miles Bridges is playing outside of his mind and getting to the cup and, you know, doing a lot of things on the offensive side of the ball. So I like those two tonight. I think Gordon Hayward threes is the way that I want to go. Okay. Um, I was on them. I was on him the other night, and he just let me short by one three. So I, I think this is a spot that he kind of gets up for. Yeah, I really like uh, Mason Plumlee over eight and a half rebounds here tonight. I think that number is a little conservative, especially with the lack of presence for the Golden State Warriors. And like you alluded to earlier that, you know, Mason Mm -hmm. Plumlee has done a great job for the the Charlotte Hornets, you know, grabbing rebounds. I know we had talked about that didn't have much of a inside presence, but for them to go out and get uh, Mason Plumlee, I think tonight's the game where you could probably grab, you know, double-digit rebounds. I know he hasn't done it over the past three games here, um, but I think mm-hmm. this is one of those games where, you know, I think he'll see a lot more minutes because I think that's an area where the uh, Hornets can take advantage of his inside against the Golden State Warriors. Let's get to the last game here, Terrell. Uh, we have the New Orleans Pelicans who are coming off of a brutal miss cover last night. I don't know if you saw this last night, but uh, – they were an 11 and a half point dog in the Phoenix Suns then covered that 12 point uh, to, uh, spread last night. But they go to Sacramento tonight to take on the De'Aaron Fox led Sacramento Kings, where the Kings are a four and a half home point favorite with a total of 219 and a half. Uh, Brandon Ingram was out for the game last night uh, for the Pelicans. Let me double check this injury report. I don't see a one submitted for the. Uh, both of these teams yet, but uh, definitely something to keep in mind. But where are you at with this game, uh, Terrell? Yeah, I'm all over the Sacramento Kings here. Uh, both of these teams are in a back-to-back situation. The um, Pelicans played the Suns and the Kings played the Jazz last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm riding with the home team in that situation. I think that this is uh, – you know, one of those one of those games that the Kings kind of get up for, and with no Zion, with I got Brandon Ingram's day to day right here, so he could play. Maybe they rest him for him to play this game. Maybe not. Uh, Herb Jones went, walked out of that game as well, so the rookie Herb Jones, that's going to be a, a missing death piece for that Pelican squad and this Sacramento team. Kings team just has shooters everywhere. Like mm-hmm. they just have shooters everywhere that can really do it. Rashawn Holmes is playing to that contract that he just signed, playing outside of his mind. I think that um, he's going to give uh, Valanciunas fits defensively a little bit, and uh, they're going to both battle for the rebounds down low. So I'm 
I'm on I'm on the Kings here. I think that this number probably should be a little bit bigger, even though you should never lay that many points with the Kings. I think this probably should be a little bit bigger of a spread, especially with the uncertainty that there is in Brandon Ingram right now. So I'm rolling all I'm all over the Kings. Yeah, especially if they're without Brandon Ingram, their star player, their best player. I, I just can't get behind this Pelicans team all, so I agree with you. If Brandon Ingram is out tonight, I really do like the team total of the Pelicans to go under that 107 and a half. So definitely keep an eye out for Brandon Ingram because I just don't think that Sacramento low-key defensively has been playing better this season from what they were at mm-hmm. last season. I think they've kind of bought in on the defensive end. So, um, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, I am leaning towards the under in this game at 219 and a half. I know if this was last season, this number would be probably upwards of 230. But I think the Kings are definitely better defensively this season. Um, thoughts on the total, Terrell, and any player props for this game? I can't get behind this total because I just don't know what offense is the, the Pelicans going to give. The Pelicans yeah. might not add any offense to the game at all. Like This mm-hmm. could really, really be ugly. Um, player props, Buddy Hill is, is shooting outside of his mind right now. So I would take a stab at Buddy Hill's threes. I think Buddy's Hill, Buddy's, uh, Buddy Hill's threes is uh, kind of live in this game. Okay. But I'm I'm all over I'm all over the uh the Kings here. The Kings I just tonight. think that yeah, yeah, minus four and a half. I think that's gonna be a good that's a good number to mm-hmm. get them at, get it before it, you know, it starts getting into that uh that six territory if it starts to go up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um watch for your Brandon Ingram news. If Brandon Ingram plays, then the the line's probably gonna drop. And yeah. I would still hop on the Kings there. I think that the Kings are just a better team. This Pelicans team is not good. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I, I mean, it's hard to make a case here for the Pelicans, especially if they're going to be without Brandon Ingram. But like we said, definitely keep an eye out for that. But outside of Brandon Ingram, you know, Devontae Graham has been he's been mediocre. Um, you know, Nikhil Alexander Walker, he's been okay. Uh, but other than that, again, I think just feel like there's, like we said, too much depth on this Kings team by De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, these guys, Devon, uh, Davion Mitchell, again, great draft pick I love for the off Kings. Night. So, yeah, off night. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think that this Kings team overall, you know, like we said a better roster for sure than this Pelicans team. I know both are on a back-to-back here, but I think I really want to back the, the uh, home team here. Uh, that will bring it to the end of the schedule for tonight. Let's take one final break here. We'll come back and we will get into lock dog and any best bet um, total. Oh, sorry, a player prop that uh, Terrell may like. So we'll be right back right after we hear from our sponsors. Did you miss the biggest sports headlines from the night before? Ever wonder how that might impact this week's bets? Relive the best in sports from the night before with BetQL tonight. I was listening last night to BetQL tonight, and they were talking about the Derrick Henry injury. And lo and behold, this morning, it was reported that Derrick Henry might have a season-ending foot injury. And for that reason, last night, I was able to find the Indianapolis Colts to win the AFC South at a 12-1 price. 12-1 and currently not on the board. BetQL tonight is a high-energy live destination of casual and hardcore sports fans alike. Engaging, polarizing, relevant, get caught up in the sports betting world with a heavy dose of entertainment. Every detail matters when making bets. BetQL tonight dives deeper to help you 
help you give you the edge it's the it's fun to bet on the game and even more fun when you've got the inside scoop so tune in to betql tonight listen on odyssey spotify and your favorite podcast app and don't forget the sgpn app is now live in the app store and google play store the app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts don't forget don't forget to toss up an app review and download the sgpn app today all right Terrell, it's time for us to bounce back man i know we had a rough monday we bounced back yesterday on tally side with our picks you went a perfect what five and oh yesterday i went around four and one so let's give some winners to our listeners uh i will kick it to you let's start off with your lock for the night and your dog for the night all right. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good so far um, since yeah. we started tracking, tracking these locks and dogs. Uh, both of us hitting 66% of our locks, 33% of our dogs. So mm-hmm. um, just to keep momentum going, lock, I'm going back to the well. I think I was wrong the first time. I don't think I'm wrong this time. Denver plus the one uh, against the – the Memphis Grizzlies, I think that they, this three-point shooting gets hot for Denver, and they shoot Memphis out the gym tonight. Okay. My dog, I'm going to uh, – yep, nope, I'm do it. The Charlotte Hornets money line to get a win in Oracle. Uh, big LaMelo ball game, big Gordon Hayward game. Um, the rebounds from Plumlee are going to be the X factor in this game and, and just controlling the ball and controlling time possession. So I'm going with the Hornets. Plus 188 money line give you some uh, – and I saw a plus 200 earlier. So shop around, see where you can get that number at. But it's very close to a plus 200 money line dog there. Yeah, definitely. Again, like Terrell said, make sure to shop around and get the best number for your bet. Guys, I can't, I can't stress how important that is, especially in the NBA where every half point, every point matters, uh, whether it's on a spread or whether it's on a total. So make sure if you have multiple outs, uh, definitely shop around for that number. Um, for my lock, I'm going to say that's uh, sorry, <clears throat> the same game as you mentioned, Terrell Hornets and Warriors, but I'm going to take the over in this game. I just feel like there's too much, you know, firepower in this game on both sides. You know, I, I don't need to talk about the Warriors here, but Steph Curry and, and Jordan Poole have been playing really well to start the season. Andrew Wiggins. But for the Hornets, again, they have guys who that can, you know, make shots, get to the basket, score points. So, and like you mentioned, both of these teams are what tied for fifth in, in possession and pace. So I think we'll see a lot of up and down. So give me the over 227 in this Hornets and Wizards game. I'm sorry, the uh, Hornets and Warriors game. For my dog, uh, hmm. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. Let's go with the Atlanta Hawks money line tonight. Why not? Against the Brooklyn Nets. I know they haven't been great on the road, but I think this is a game where they can get up. I think they have a significant edge inside with Clint Capella and John Collins against the front court of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, we're not sure what game or what type of game or what performance we're going to get from James Harden, but I'm going to take the Atlanta Hawks here tonight on the money line at plus 175. Definitely uh, shop around again, again, like we said. So those are going to be my two picks. Uh, you have a best bet or a favorite player prop you want to give out, Terrell, or maybe if, a, if you also have a parlay for tonight. Yeah, let's go back to the threes. Um, I like I like threes from a lot of people today. So uh, four-leg threes parlay, Cole Anthony, three-plus threes, Monte Morris, three-plus threes. You're getting really juicy odds on that. I would play that 
individually. It's plus 460 right there um, against the worst three-point shooting team, uh, team against three-point shooting in the Grizzlies and just feels like a bounce-back spot for this Nuggets team. Okay. Uh, three plus threes for James Harden and four plus threes for Kimball Walker. Uh, parlay those four, that's going to give you 87-1. to one. So I like that ticket. I think all those teams are in plus matchups. An opportunity to score, so let's let's let it ride. Let's see what happens with this one. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential for some fireworks tonight. I know we've seen lower scoring over the first, I think, uh, seven, six, seven games for each team, but I think that tide is starting to turn here a little bit. So we saw a little more scoring last night. So I think, um, again, I think we have some matchups tonight where we see some pace, some three point shot making um, from some of these matchups. And like Terrell just said. Uh, with this 87 one part 87 to one parlay for tonight on three point shots made for uh Cole Anthony at three or more uh Monte Morris of three or more James Harden three or more and Kemba Walker four or more so definitely get down on that uh Terrell was very very close last time to hitting 150 to one parlay so hopefully we can get one tonight um I will be recording a player prop show to uh, just after we get off here with Scott. Uh, so definitely look out for that. It should drop maybe together uh, with this NBA gambling podcast, but uh, a, a huge menu tonight for a player props. Uh, Terrell gave you guys a lot of player props here for tonight's action. So I'm definitely excited to watch some of these games here tonight. Um, that'll bring us to the end of it, Terrell, man. Hopefully we have a better night than we did on Monday for sure. Oh, um, there's no way I can do worse. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, with only only yeah, direction. I, I can't. I, I didn't hit a single bet, so I can't do any worse <laughs> than that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the one only direction we can go is up for sure. So definitely check out our picks uh, on this on the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Just hit that NBA tab. You'll see the NBA picks button. About five guys, including myself and Trail, picking games along with Ryan McKee uh, and also Will Mormon. Um, so definitely check it out there. Uh, and again, check out the website. So much going on with fantasy football, NFL, uh, MMA, hockey. We have a new hockey gambling podcast. Those guys are cashing bets. Definitely active every single night in that Slack channel for sure, getting um, uh, picks from those guys. So uh, make sure to download the app also uh, SGPN on, your, on the App Store and Google Play Store. So Terrell, let the people know where they can find you on social media to either compliment you or troll you. I'm sure you're always on social media ready to respond because you said you like you were you're getting bored over there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> At really real underscore underscore Instagram and or Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm always I'm always bored. <laughs> I can get I can get bored every now and then. So you know, I'm willing to entertain the people, willing to talk to people. It doesn't matter. So yeah, there we uh, go. Find me on there. Find me on the college football experience. College basketball experience is about to ramp out. Oh yep. my gosh, I can't wait for that. So uh, yeah, we're we're cashing text. We got Maction tonight. Maction tonight. Make sure you uh check out our college football picks over there. Kent State. Minus three and a half. Lock it up. Oh, extra bonus pick. College football from Terrell there on the NBA Gambling Podcast. I love it, man. Uh, with that being said, guys, we'll be back Friday as usual to break down the Friday slate of games. Till then, get again, like I said, make sure to get over the website. Leave us a rating and review. Hopefully it's five-star. Uh, it'll help us grow the show, climb the charts, uh, and definitely help us out for sure. With that being said, good luck tonight with your bets. Let's break the books off and let it ride.
basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going.